When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, Yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, ten a girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait, did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. This didn't go well. Katie, I literally recoiled as I did it, and I lost all confidence. I, no, I, I put my here. arms up in celebration. Oh, I thought you were recoiling in horror. I like, can. I hurt your eardrums. I want to note here that Katie is welcoming gentlemen. I am not. I, I do not support acknowledging or, or letting gentlemen listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Only trash um, pandas. What is yeah, trash, trash pandas, pandas uh, <laughs> uh, agender um, um, parakeets, uh, literally anything Absolutely. but gentlemen. I mean, I, didn't, I did not acknowledge any of them in this yeah. intro, but that goes without saying it, one would assume. But I think we also need to forbid gentlemen from listening. Yeah. Is it is it no gentlemen or no men? Like, are you no no gentlemen? Me, no, no, like, no, no. Oh, men are okay or like pieces want, of shit men? We absolutely will. Okay, this okay. is this is a very cats, pro pieces of shit podcast. F, F Save space for aggressive men. <laughs> oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Give if me, you're bring a fuck me, boy, if you're a if you're a garbage person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring me your poor, um, your tired, your fuckboys yearning to hear a summary of the day's news. Also, reply guys, welcome as well. Pre- reply, well, absolutely. Well, you can't except, keep them except out. the except the <laughs> gentle ones. Yeah, Not the gentlemen for... reply boys. No, and, none and, of the meek. It, none of the meek. Yeah. Stuff. But if you're a huge shithead, welcome aboard. Pile on. Well, we've killed two and a half minutes. Yeah, I know. We're already eighty percent of the way through the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to check out it now. How are you guys doing? Mm. You know. I never, ever ask. Uh, on on our other show, I always ask everybody how they're doing, and it's like a nice moment of connection, potentially, mm-hmm. but never do we do that here. Yeah, no, no. no we, you know, we, know, all, we know. We know. Doing bad. There's no point. <laughs> yeah. How's the new show going, guys? Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> You're regretting it? Oh Aww. God! Absolutely. Yeah, big big mistake. I was thinking that today. I actually love our other show, even though it's a hor- horrendous amount of work. I was brushing my teeth, going, "Oh God, Sophie and Robert are already working." Yeah. You know, <laughs> earlier today. To be fair, Robert like, was probably not already working, but I was. <laughs> no, I barely work. Uh, oh, I just yeah. come on half-assed and wait for Sophie and Garrison and Christopher to do things, and then I extract their surplus value and turn it into a waterbed. Ooh, okay, how big's that so waterbed? Robert, you refrained from mentioning this five minutes ago when Cody was asking advice for mattresses. Yeah, mm-hmm. what? You've been what holding do, what out. Do, what, do you, what do you got, Cody? You want a waterbed? I can give I you mean, advice on getting a waterbed. Sure, how big? <laughs> uh, biggest. How huge. how much work do I have to do to maintain it? Um, More than a normal bed. Uh, That sounds like a lot. <laughs> 
it, it, it is more than a normal bed. Look, that's what compared that's the to thing normal about yeah. water beds. They're yeah. not normal beds. You got to put mm. conditioner in them. There's a pump. What? Now, mm. if it's a soft side water bed, this is the benefit, Cody. The soft side water beds, your pets aren't are very unlikely to break because there's there's like a, a mattress over the top. Now, if it's a hard mm. side water bed, that sounds more durable. But the top is basically just the big blue 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 water. Right, thing. it's gonna it's gonna get they can get they easily. can get through that. They, I mean, it's still pretty thick plastic, but yeah, it's, you actually it's much have a water bed. Well, one day. Okay. okay. I, I aspire. I aspire to absolutely. own a waterbed. Waterbed is something that I've heard about and mm-hmm. never seen in person or touched or known anybody. You've never have. seen a waterbed? Oh, they're so. rad. Uh, when I was a kid, my aunt and uncle, who lived with us intermittently because the economy, you know, sure, the economy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were they kept their waterbed in our garage, and I would get on it all the time because it like- fucking ruled. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All I know Live about waterbed is you can't rent with one. You have to you like You can't wet? You can't rent well, with you one. Can. There's all sorts of like you have to like sign a waiver or like there's like a bunch mm. of like renter restrictions for waterbed. Rent. Yeah. That's rent. why you find a landlord who's a criminal. And a criminal who's scared of the police, yeah. not a criminal who doesn't have to be scared. You find yourself the right kind of slumlord and you can mm. have a waterbed. Fair yeah, enough. fair enough. We should talk about the news, shall we? Yeah, never heard. Speaking of, yeah. of slumlords, like, Katie. Yep. Wait, wait, Katie, Cody, how are you guys? Fine. You we didn't. Get, you, we didn't oh. Yeah. oh, all right. I don't feel. I don't feel well today. Yeah, this Fine. is this, this is because like you're looking to get a bed. Yeah, sore throat, uh, headache, uh, and stuff. Is today yeah. not Monday? It's not, but it could be. I but am livid. Be. What are days at this news? I think that in general, I'll speak for Cody and myself. I don't Please. know. Cody, Cody's mentioned a headache. I, I'll just touch on the Sword general feeling that I feel. Whoa, that's going into a different territory. Um, my throat feels great, but oh, in good general, for you. I do. I do feel a continuing sense of ennui from a lot of people. Just general fatigue. I think better than this time last year. In that, at least uh, the president isn't literally a monster. Well. What? Depends on how you're looking at it. Uh, He's not suggesting we nuke uh, the hurricane. He's not uh, on Twitter. Let's let's be honest about the main difference. I I can't believe I I said that and thought no. He's not. He is not on Twitter. Twitter. And when he is, all it is is just pictures of him walking. Dude, you guys, you guys (laughs) get my point though. Um, You know that's that's the difference here. But I, I I feel tired. I'm happy to see you guys though. Anyway, we really should talk about the news and then circle back around on whether or not the president is a monster. So you want to talk about the news so fucking much. What's yeah. in the news? Uh, Well, the war in Afghanistan for yeah. the U.S. is over. Did we win? Well, <laughs> Cody, you know, what is what is a win? Yeah. Uh, 90% aren't... of Americans that want to leave out of the country. Is that a win? My... An A minus or a B plus. I'd say it's a B. Middle school gym teacher explained that just by playing, you're a winner. And I think that's how the war in Afghanistan worked. You know? We got a a participation trophy. If you consider Purple Hearts a participation trophy, there's enough. I don't know if I do or not, but. (laughs) I mean, you definitely participated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're like that Navy SEAL in Iraq who stabbed himself and tried to get one, but he didn't get one, so I don't know. Um, Look, it's it's a weird mix of things because for the first time in, uh, I don't know, somebody I know posted, like, for the first time in my life, I woke up and the U.S. isn't at war. And I, I guess I don't really think that's ah! I saw that. That's because not we're still right. we're still all over the place, right? We're, we're still, all over we still, the place. I mean, we have active wars that we're participating in. Right yeah, now. but for the first time in my adult life, we're not at war in Afghanistan. That does I seem guess fair to technically, say. Technically, uh, although we are threatening retaliations, etc. Oh no, we also, did it. We, we, we killed kept... ten children with a mi- or six children I know, with a missile. But we're good. It yeah. will be an ongoing thing. Anyway, right? Like they're, to be no, clear, they're talking about it. Uh, yeah, there's know. a lot more kids in Afghanistan. So. Gotta target those kids. Well, mm-hmm. the, again, like the true the troops, like we we quote we are out of Afghanistan. The drones get to stay. Like the drones get to stay. Well, the drones yes. are never out of anywhere. The war the war stays. We yeah. have left. Our proxies yeah. remain. Yeah. 
But that's right. That's a Broadway. that's a participation trophy worthy accomplishment. We're being very flip right now, talking Indeed. about Indeed. Um, a truly horrific situation, um, as we expected it to be. And uh, you guys, yeah, Robert, you walk us through some of the stuff that's happened in the past week, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Uh, we there's the the we we pulled some troops, started pulling people out. We airlifted. I don't know. I think Biden's claiming 120,000 people in the space of about a week out of Afghanistan. Um, while we were doing that, we kept about 5,500 troops, mostly centered around the Kabul airport, working with the Taliban to provide security. Uh, the Islamic State in Khorasan carried out an attack a few days ago on the airport that killed 13 U.S. soldiers. And, well, we don't know how many civilians died just from the Islamic State and Khorasan's attack, because certainly dozens. Um, But once they set off their bombs and started, there was also somebody firing, like with a rifle. Um, Mm -hmm. U.S. troops responded, and a number, we don't really know the number, but a a number, potentially very significant number, of the civilians who were killed were killed by U.S. soldiers uh, potentially just kind of panic firing into the crowd. Um, and I, I've, I've, there's certainly a lot of allegations of that. I, there's not open source information yet that I've been able to see to kind of verify to, to a, a hard extent, like exactly what happened, but there's a lot of reports. Um, we don't, we, it'll probably be years before we get any kind of comprehensive, like if we're looking at kind of Nisar Square, any of the other times where U.S. soldiers killed a bunch of civilians, it will probably be uh, years before we get kind of a comprehensive information about how many um civilians were killed by u.s troops and that but like a, a lot you know a lot of a lot of afghan ci- civilians died overall as a result of the attack um in the united states of course what matters is the americans who died who are you, you're seeing a mix of them being lionized and this being spun up into you know benghazi 2.0 um yeah these are the first U.S. soldiers who have died in Afghanistan in a while that anybody on the right is talking about because we just kind of ignored it for years mm-hmm. and years, um, which is cool. That's just the way everything works. Um, I don't know. That's that's anyway. But we we mm-hmm. like yesterday, the last troops left. The last guy out was a uh, a major general, I believe, with the 82nd Airborne. Um, and uh, so, yeah, there's no more U.S. troops in Afghanistan for the first time in uh, my adult life. Mm hmm. Yeah, in uh, some people's yeah. lives. Yeah, um, in some people's whole life, in some, in some of these soldiers who died yeah, in that attack's lives. Life yeah, was, uh, and a significant number of the children, well, all of the children who were killed in the eight retaliatory airstrike that we carried out. Yeah, babies yeah. or not born yet. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Biden gave a speech today about he it. He did. Let's talk about that. Um, he's doing him. a job at speaking. He's talking... He's called it a success. We love words, folks. Yeah. Um, it's uh, he's like, it's weird hearing, I guess, a president use terms like "forever war," um, which he did yeah, a couple he times. Did. Um, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like adopting language uh, at the appropriate time. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, he did say. <laughs> He said we succeeded in what we set out to do in Afghanistan over a decade ago. Uh, no. We stayed for another decade. And How? It was time to end the How? war. Yeah. How? I think what he's referring to is Osama bin Laden dying, right? Yes, that happened um, a long time that ago. That happened in, uh, I think, May of 2011. So technically over a decade ago. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like technically. Did, yeah, that guy's dead. For and sure. I think that's what he's referring to. But like, I, I think it's important to always remember that the Taliban offered to give up Osama bin Laden in 2001. Yes. Uh, and yeah. George W. Bush, the president at the time, said, no, we're going to keep bombing you and we're going to go get him. And then the war happened for 20 years. It they sure offered did. to give him up. And we said no. Right. Um, so well, he wants to deal with that shit, you know? He wants, well, you yeah, don't want to say negotiate yes to, uh... with terrorists, Cody. Mm. Um, Robert... Isn't that what we just did? Yes, I was joking. I see. Um, oh, I ha, see. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, um, now, Robert, I don't know. I, I keep throwing to you because you obviously know the most about the region and all of these things. 
of the people present, not yeah. in the world. Um, ISIS Definitely K. Not. So <laughs> the the attacks uh, at the airport. Yep. I'm are from, we're from ISIS K, not from the Taliban. Well, from the Islamic State in Korriban. ISIS is the Islamic is. It can't be ISIS K because ISIS is the Islamic State in Iraq and Syria or Iraq and Al Sham. Yeah. Um, it's oh, the this is just what people I was reading. And yeah, I was yeah, like, I need yeah. to talk to Robert to clarify. Yeah, this for and, me and for people who are saying that are, are incorrect. Um, it's okay. it's the Islamic State in Khorasan province. Um, You'll start seeing IS-K more, I think. Yeah, IS-K sort of. is fine, yeah. ISKP. Um, okay. They are... So back in the day, actually, the organization that ISIS evolved out of was was Al Qaeda in Iraq, which was was run by uh, a little motherfucker you might have known uh, called Abu Musab al Zarqawi, uh, who is the author of a book called The Management of Savagery, that is kind of the blueprint of uh, was the blueprint of, behind ISIS um, and a number of other terrorist groups. Um, we Zarqawi was killed back in the the mid aughts before ISIS ever came around, but ISIS kind of his group was one of the things they evolved out of. It was called. Al-Qaeda in Iraq, Al-Qaeda didn't like Zarqawi, and it was kind of like a, a tense situation between them, and they there were some disavowals, you know, it was one of those things where they like, they, they, they would kind of accept his, 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 you know, claiming a relationship with them when he was doing stuff that they liked, and not when he was doing stuff that they didn't, but it was very, like, they, they disagreed on a lot, and the reason he, he, he was just kind of had a group and called it Al-Qaeda in Iraq, um, the Islamic State affiliate groups, because there's others outside of Khorasan, it, it is more like that than I think what people are picturing, which is that like there's some central ISIS leadership carrying out all of these shadowy occupations and attacks around the globe. And no, ISKP is, uh, it would be better to view them as a separate but affiliated group from the folks in Iraq and Syria that we, we okay. spent a couple of years assisting in the fight against. And there's a number of similarities, particularly in tactics they embrace, in the uh, in the the specific kind of radical Islam that they embrace. But it is not like it's not like there's some centralized leadership running ISIS operations all around. It's more like a, an affiliate kind of thing where they're like, okay, well, this is good branding to have, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and ISKP Fran has been around for like a couple of years at this point. And in fact, last year under President Trump, the United States carry, started carrying out strikes in support of the Taliban in their fight against ISKP. Um, so we have been, oh my before God. Biden was in office, we have been aiding the Taliban fighting these guys. Yeah, we love that shit. Um, we love that shit. It, it, everything, it always just gets stupider and stupider every war we get into. So that's uh, obviously. What if um, we arm everybody and then yeah. we arm everybody else and then we, it just never ends. Yeah, then we'll that's have what peace. We've been doing right. Peace yeah, we'll keep in doing our it. time. Well, that's how you get peace, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has a gun. If everybody's dead, that's yeah. uh, how. You I mean, get that's no more work. That's that's what people always say is cool about empires is that they they make a desert and call it peace, and that's sweet. Mm -hmm. And we like it. We um, like that about it. We love it, folks. Um, you know. I don't know. It's silly how it's gone because now, like, we're getting out of Afghanistan. The Taliban is stronger than they've ever been. They're talking about how they want positive relationships with the U.S. Uh, we're relying on we relied on them in the end in order to help maintain the security situation. Yeah, they um, helped. Uh, they did like escort missions, right? To get, get they did escort stuff, missions. Like... Yeah, we had them, and and they, you know, if you look at videos of Taliban fighters who were kind of like taking these abandoned U.S. facilities, like, they all look like U.S. soldiers because they're all wearing the same gear because it's, like, good, effective, you know, gear, but it's also kind of a style thing. And it's just that this is this is how war works. It's it's really dumb yeah. a lot of the time. <laughs> a couple things I mm -hmm. wanted your, your thoughts on. Um, one, I mean, I guess we've talked about this at times, just all the <laughs> equipment and stuff that we left behind. Um, it's a lot less than it's being talked about. People yeah, are throwing out the number 88 billion, which is like the total number of military amount of military aid we gave the Afghan National Army, which included salaries, which obviously, I mean, obviously, yeah, the Taliban did get some of that because of all the corruption, but like that's not armaments left behind. And then there's all these infographics going around that will show all of the, the vehicles and aircraft and stuff we gave the ANA as if like that's what the Taliban got. But like, number one, a lot of that stuff was destroyed. A lot of that stuff, when the ANA collapsed, they took it to Uzbekistan or I think Tajikistan. 
they, they took it outside of the country. It's not there anymore. Yeah. They did get some aircraft, including some helicopters, and there's video that seems to be legitimate of them flying in a Black Hawk helicopter. There's also false video that they claim is them like hanging people from helicopters that, as far as I know, has been debunked. Um, yeah, but they've got like they got they players. do have some they do have some air assets now, like that's for sure. And surveillance stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, specifically, I can't remember what the system's called, but stuff that we we brought there and technology mm-hmm. we created over the course of this war. Uh, to, you know, track and surveil people and find out who's affiliated with, you know, the Taliban and who's on. It's a database also of information that the Taliban can use to find American, uh, not Americans. Uh, oh, sure. yeah, the, the bioelectric. Well, because we yeah. had these, it, it was this, it's this bad security state bad idea that you see all the time where it's like, okay, well, we just want to have everyone registered in a thing biometrically. Oops, we lost it. And they have it, and right. now they have an easy way to to find everybody who worked with us. Like, yeah, it's which just... is. Uh... But what if you? So what if you do it again, but you like make it a little bit more secure? Yeah, that'll Maybe. work. Right? It, um, it, it almost worked this time, Cody. That close, super. Close. Oh, well, if it was just a little more secure, try it, then it again. Wouldn't happen. Um, speaking I... of biometrics, <laughs> is that our transition to an ad? Would love information about your body. I would like to buy. Yo, metrics, right? Is yeah, that exactly. We exactly. Oh, listen boy. to these Look, ads. Nice. Listen. Find their email addresses and then send them pictures of your body. That's what all of our sponsors request. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together or not. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. All right, we're back. We are back. Before we we transition to talking about other things, well, Robert, did you have anything else to say about Afghanistan? Um, I think yeah. One of the funny things was there were a couple of different comments about all the gear the Taliban were getting. One was that you know without the spare parts to supply it, 
they would be fucked, which is, I mean, partially true. Some of the equipment, like the Chinooks that they got, are famously terrible aircraft that I do not think they will be using long because they're not worth it and the maintenance is a nightmare. But other stuff like the Blackhawks, like, they'll find a way. There's a lot of spare parts already in Afghanistan. <laughs> There's ways to get it fabricated. What was funniest was, like, the people who were insistent and like, oh, they, they'll never figure out how to fly, how to fly these helicopters and stuff without uh without training and it was like no they just they've got youtube like <laughs> you can figure anything out with the internet and they sure did they're up in the air um i mean probably they had some ana guys who you know had flipped to the taliban and gotten training but i don't i mean it's not you you'll you can learn how to do anything is the is the point of it like all of sure. this equipment we left behind none of it's People that complicated stupid. you know you know it's, they don't need look, the manual to have someone have that can you, figure yeah. it out have you ever gone drinking with soldiers? They're dumb as shit, and they figure it out. Obviously, the Taliban would. All military weaponry is made to be utilized by people who are the kind of folks who get blackout drunk at a bar named Skeeter's and buy a fucking Dodge Charger at 35% yeah. APR. Like, um, And they, they, they can manage it. It's fine. I... That's so this specific, is, Robert. Is, like, is, like, tell me, tell me this, this about, about this experience you definitely had yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Without telling me that you definitely had it yourself. Um, Look, Robert, if the Iraqi I, army can master this stuff, the Taliban. Well, can. right. I mean, like, things are made to be easy to use. Um, you're yeah. at war. You, you yeah, exactly. Not. You're at like, war. You don't have time. It's like it's not nuclear science. It's going boom, boom. Yeah, pushing buttons you wanna, and you shit. Point, you want to point and shoot. You want to go there. Yeah. Go there, shoot. I mean, that. yeah, I'm sure a lot of them will die in helicopter crashes, but so do a lot of U.S. soldiers. Mm. <laughs> like our helicopters crash all the time. It's one um, of the things they do. They're, they yeah. shouldn't be in the air. Don't get in the helicopter. Fine, God. <laughs> yeah. I uh, we do have other stuff to talk about, but one last mm -hmm. question that you probably won't have an answer to. But maybe have insight because this is sticking with me right now. Obviously, the Biden just did his speech, and I, I, I jokingly said this at the beginning of this conversation. But he's announced that um, ninety percent of American citizens who wanted to leave did leave, and you know there's some fuzzy math about how many that means left behind. <laughs> but he's saying one hundred to. 200, which, okay, I guess is the 10%. Regardless, uh, he's saying they still can leave if they want to. I, but then I'm hearing other reports of, Ow, no, this Joe. is it. You know, if you haven't left, this, is, this isn't, you're not going to. Um, and, I, you know, I, I just was curious if you had <laughs> any thoughts on that. Like, how, would, is that even possible? Like, what would you, that require? We're not coming in there to evacuate any more people. Yeah, I mean, what do you, I, I don't know, like, it, it's kind of silly, because it's like, if I were to take a bunch of people's kids to a grocery store, and then come back and say 90% of them made it back, right? I would I would be in prison. You'd have done a bad job. But the president's not a dad, so who can say if anything wrong was done, you know? He is a dad. <laughs> who, who, can who can say? say? Who can say? I don't know. I feel like, like somebody could say, but, um... I'm not expecting anybody to have information or answers on this. It's just stuck with me. It's always it was, it's all bad and fucked up. And like, I don't know. One of the frustrating things is there's I don't want to not hold Joe Biden's feet to the fire on this because a lot of this was a disaster. But also, like, it's been a disaster since day one. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's very frustrating that, like. After 20 years of war, all of the shade is going on this guy for like not getting everyone out and like all of these different fuck ups and like get, and now people give a shit that we killed a bunch of kids in an airstrike, which is yeah. horrible. So I was like, yeah, we've been doing that for 20 fucking years. Where were you? Yeah. And if, you, if I, you've been course. angry for 20 straight years. Great. Um, I, I'm just I'm I'm angry mainly about like the mainstream media discourse around. It. It's like, oh, now you guys care that U.S. soldiers are dying in Afghanistan. Yeah. Now you I mean, guys give a shit that kids are getting killed by our missiles. Yeah. OK, I, I mean, I, I. First off, completely agree with you. Yeah. Um, I also feel frustrated that whenever you say like, wait a minute, there's a problem with how this has been going. I have a problem with what's happening. Uh, I also feel like immediately there's a faction of people that are defending Biden saying absolutely Fuck all of this stuff and I'm yeah. saying like both things are true 
I'm the I, I just because I'm criticizing uh, how he has handled this does not mean that I am trying to make a case that Biden is to blame for everything that's, that's happened. Fault, yeah. It's both things are true. So there's this whole contingency of people online that feel the need to go out of their way to say my president has been doing X, Y, Z, and my president is the only president, you know, that has done this. And you're like, well, have some nuance here. It's not a this side, that side. I mean, we have been saying this same kind of argument for the last few weeks as this has been unfolding, of yeah. course. But it 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 frustrates me continuously. Yeah. Anyway, Sh- uh, sh- mini rant. Shameless- Shameless plug, uh, we have an episode of Somewhere News out today yeah. about this exact thing um, and who is, quote, to blame. Uh, and spoilers, it's every president. Every, it's every single one of them. Um, uh, we, we touched on this last week on here, I believe, when we talked about this, all the cigar reports. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, like, it's just so extensive. and It's been going on for so many years. And every step of the way, every single president had access to information saying that it was bad we were doing a bad job we're failing continuously um and nothing changed and uh yeah you have like people upset now it's like well weren't you like aren't you championing like the drone program in general like five years ago seven years ago um so yeah uh you can say biden didn't uh do a good job here but uh you can also say that about literally every president maybe all of them should go to prison Um, maybe or Um give him hand him over to the Taliban see what happens <laughs> see what happens see let what them happens decide for themselves what their punishment will be um yeah. let's move on to other topics shall we Very I love cool. other topics other topics uh other we're going to talk about the California recall for a little bit uh <laughs> getting hot in here guys uh mm. did you know that we have the easiest state to recall a governor yeah that's pretty cool real Nice. Yeah, I remember Schwarzenegger. Fun little perk of being in California. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I, it's actually true that I believe every governor has had a recall attempt here. But Gray yeah. Davis uh, was the only one where it actually succeeded, famously by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, so, yes, it can happen here. Um, Shout out. This whole thing is so fucking dumb. I, we have talked about this, but it's it's very important. Um, literally, as soon as he was elected, recall attempts began. You know, they were always going to begin. And it didn't really get much traction until the pandemic. Um, and look, I'm not sitting here <laughs> making a case for Gavin Newsom, I think. He has been. We love Gavin Newsom. He's a great. He's a great governor. We love him. Milk toast at best, you know. Um, but yeah, sucks. Sucks. You get to deal with COVID in uh, yeah. the middle of your term. Could have done a better job. Sucks that you had to do a good job. You guys, I still want to know how he got access to all that hair gel when nothing was available in the middle of the pandemic because his hair always was just. I mean, oh, stockpile. He stockpiled it. Uh, he he stockpiled. Crates and crates yeah. back when he was with uh, with Gilfoyle, right? Oh, God. <laughs> they bathed in that shit. I don't think there was ever a shortage of hair gel because that is not a hot ticket right now. Anyway. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> also, you don't know his hair gel. It could have been hand sanitizer. <laughs> could have been. Yep. Could have been God. honey. I don't know. Anyway. Not important. Gained traction <laughs> during the pandemic. Um, and this is interesting. I guess at some point a judge... Uh, allowed for, ordered that, I believe they get three or four extra weeks to gain signatures. Uh, you know, since the, the pandemic had hindered their petitioning, it's only fair. Uh, and and who knows what would have happened. But then Gavin Newsom, during those, I believe during those extra weeks, was spotted having his infamous unmasked French Laundry birthday dinner in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and it really pissed people off. French Laundry is like the most expensive of restaurants where you have you can never get res- reservations. And there he was being unmaxed in the middle of this big surge, um, and Dope. and it really it pissed people off. It did. It pissed conservatives and liberals off. Uh, and after that, um, it really picked up steam, and they amassed enough signatures to you know. 
trigger it. Yeah. Um, so really, it, it, it is a series of unlucky breaks. But also, he hasn't been a great governor. So he's there's a shit not governor, like a yeah. lot of loyalty. <laughs> um, but at the same time, the opposite would be disastrous. Um, and we are in a it's very this, precarious situation. It's this horrible situation that we keep being in that I get why some people re- reject electoralism entirely, where you're, yeah. where you're like, well, we've got this guy who completely botched the pandemic response, uh, who continues to botch uh, the pandemic response, um, who's been a shit governor, who's continuing to allow hydraulic fracking and fucking up the fire response and, and making... Over and over you know, again. Yeah, but the alternative is a knife-wielding psychopath who wants to stab every single Californian in the dick. Um, so I guess Anti-woman. we have to go... And, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, Anti-science. yeah. We'll we'll get to that yeah. real quick. So this is a precarious situation. Just so everyone understands, um, if the no yeah. votes do not pass the fifty percent threshold, then one of the like forty fucking candidates <laughs> that are yeah. running on the ballot, they just one of them has to get a majority. And and how much is a majority, person, Katie? It's only like twenty percent. Yeah. I think it might be 16. Oh, I don't have it actually written tight. down, but yeah. And <sighs> this is allowed. This is allowed. Also, Gavin Newsom is not one of the candidates on that ballot, um, which I don't know. Maybe the legality he wouldn't be, but part of me is like, shouldn't we at least put him on there? Like, if yeah, because <laughs> if people have something else to vote for. Yeah. So, like, we, re- we recall him and they're like, ah, let's put him back in. Well, like, okay. So, here's part of the thing that you people have seen. I mean, I've been saying this all along, but a lot of people pushed back at me. <laughs> so I so I shut up for a minute, but now more people are saying Speak it, which is truth. I do not know why. I mean, I do know why. I know why. The strategy from the governor uh, has been just vote no. And once you vote no, do not choose a replacement, which seems... Classic Democrat so, shit. Um, Make no backup plans. Well, okay. So, so here's Admit the reason. No possibility. It's not even like a flawed. backup plan. It's a plan. No, this like, is yeah, it's a plan. It's just a plan. Well, I, I just need to say that it's a it's a calculation uh, because when Governor Gray Davis was recall, recalled in the post mortem, they concluded. That uh, having the Lieutenant Governor Cruz Bustamante, the then Lieutenant Governor, on the ballot as a backup confused all the voters. Uh, and, and you know, that is why not enough people voted no and, and picked Cruz Bustamante. So that's the theory, <laughs> the working theory that they, they took. Instead of saying, like, no, let's just be really clear with our language. Let's – Cody's raising yeah, his hand. I, this is I an just, audio format, so I had yeah, to say it. <laughs> thank you. I just uh, – this is so – like, and I feel like we've said this before on every podcast that exists. One of the key elements and features that you want out of a leader is communication. That's the thing that leaders should be able to do. Right. So yeah. if that is the case, the solution is to communicate better so that people are not confused. If the problem is people are confused by this, the solution is communicate to them right. and make it not confusing. Um, and I, I mean, look, I fucking hope that they were right. <laughs> you know, but sure. like, I, I don't believe that they are. I think it feels very anti-democratic to say no, and I refuse to choose another pick because now the situation is very likely that if it passes, which, by the way, that's the other part of this. <laughs> yes, obviously, California is a demo, Democrat state. We are liberal Essentially, but there are huge pockets. There's a big contingency of of Trump supporters of of conservatives, and they are the people that care about this. Meanwhile, Gavin Newsom, again, not exactly a leader who inspires loyalty during a pandemic when everyone's exhausted and, you know, they're not even like hammering home the importance of what's at stake here. So there's a very, very high we know that voter turnout in general will be low, except for within the people that care very much about this. So right, right. now, it's neck—it's literally neck and neck. 
Um, yeah. And it's a bad situation because the person who is in the front, who's the front runner, is Larry Elder. He is a known conservative uh, radio personality in California for decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, with, with a series of abuse and anti-climate change, you know, anti-women, anti-science. Anti-vax. Um, and and this, this right here is perhaps, even outside of the state of California, the thing that everybody needs to pay attention to, why everybody needs to be paying attention to this, is that Dianne Feinstein is on death's door. I don't know <laughs> if that's true, but she is like senile. She is old. Lots of she rumors is talking about, her about not doing she, well. Yeah. Yes, I yes, I'm getting to that. She's retiring potentially. Even she might decide to retire, or she might die at any moment. In that case, Elder will get to replace her, and that will entirely Bye. change our marginal, you know, majority in the Senate. Yeah, changes the Senate uh, fundamentally. Uh, changes the Senate. So this um, is why this she's is, 88 years old. Yeah, this is why right. it's important for everybody that's listening. And thank you for hearing us talk about this so much. It's important. It's important to all of us, for all of us, if you have relatives here, if you can do anything, if you can talk to people to get the word out, we need you to do it. Right. So there's Yeah, it's, that's the thing. Like, like the, these sort of things that, like, it does affect the nation. Yeah. Um, it's this not... Is, this is it's not the just a California issue. Biggest economy in the world. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Kate, um, Katie, to your to your point, there have been lots of lots of uh, discussions about Diane and, and rumors of, of, of her well being right now. Um, and you know, we all of us should have PTSD for what happened with RBG. So. <sighs> yeah, and like it's yeah, uh, there were articles like just... a year or two ago about this. Yeah, um, how and she has a lot left on her term, a long time left on her term. I just don't like. Why would you? Why do you want to like die at the office? Yeah, like, what is what, what is wrong with you? What, what is wrong fuck? with you that you cannot see how obvious is it? Is it as simple as your like? You, you guys remember people would like George R. R. Martin had a response because people kept expressing worry that he was going to die before he could finish the books, and his response was basically like, "Fuck you." Um, which was right. a fair because it's it it was people being worried about like whether or not a book would get done. We're talking about like a man with a family and like right. very fair response from George R. R. Martin, who does not hold any of our lives in his hands. Um, it, it is in fact a fair response to ask of of people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, and in this case Breyer. because it's like uh, yeah, yeah, we you if you die in office. Or in the wrong time, it will negatively infect the lives of potentially billions of people in terms of certain things. Um, so get the fuck out. But I think they just get angry get at like, out. well, you're saying I'm going to die. Like I'm not going to die now. I'm going to like I've got more time. I'm not out. Like it's this. I think it might be as simple as like this very human anger at the thought of your own mortality. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent think. Which is why it, it is. should be it's, illegal to be that old in an I office. Think, I think, I mean, I, I definitely agree. I, I think that people have a fear of their own mortality and of, you know, their legacy and control. And they, I think it absolutely is is people holding on for dear life to their dear life. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you don't want to uh, face that, even though it's a uh, fact but of I'm life. But I'm sorry. Um, and, like, maybe, like, you don't want your legacy I'm to be sorry. that you held on to power until the last minute, died uh, in office, and then were replaced by Larry Elder. Yeah, I want to touch yeah, on he... something Katie said again, because Katie mentioned, like, it just seems very, like, lackadaisical, the approach coming from the Democratic Party. And it's like, yeah, I mean... Most people really are not that keyed in on this. And there's not, a, I mean, like spending, yes. Katie mentioned that uh, Newsom's spending more than any other candidate. But like, I really feel like I haven't seen much besides from like, and which is why we're talking about it so much because we're not seeing well, enough. Well, I, I, I say that as part of the second part of my point is like, yes, Gavin Newsom is, is outspending the other candidates, but Larry Elder, again, is out campaigning a very known come on he's he's no i mean he's a i, I don't know the data Fair. or what he's spending 
I'm saying that he's a conservative radio host. He's a name that, is a that people know. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, if you want to that know is campaigning. About, that is a campaigning, you know. Yeah. I want to know something about Larry Elder. Larry Elder is the uh, guy who allegedly uh, convinced Dave Rubin that systemic racism doesn't exist. Dope. Uh, was it? I think Prager University. Happens. I believe Dennis Prager um, is involved with him somehow. Too. Uh, there's no. I mean, yeah. I would be surprised if Larry Elder isn't in a PragerU video. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, he's buddies with Dennis Prager, and Dennis Prager helped Elder get his first job in radio. Oh yeah. Love. That. Um, cool. <sighs> there you go. There's that. Uh, we need to take another break. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, he does, in fact, have many PragerU videos, of course. Okay, bye. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together or not. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like, literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad-spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Everything is so dumb, 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 Well... We're back. Yeah. It's true. And uh, uh, Cody Cody was just freestyling an epic rap that explains how to solve the California recall problem. Cody, do you want to just roll roll back in? I'll give you a beat. Yeah, yeah, thank you. (laughs) My name is Dennis Prager, (laughs) and here's what you got to do. Recall Newsom. Please. (laughs) Thanks. Mm -hmm. Sincerely. Dennis Prager. Nailed it. I hated that. Well, that's going to do it for here of us. (laughs) Oh, we did it. Uh, First year ever. Wait, did we just come back from a break to end the episode? Uh, One thing actually. So freestyle, uh, Katie. Yeah, yeah. We we ended on, I believe, what they call a bang. Okay. We ended Mm -hmm. on on a bang. We Uh, ended on a banger. We ended on a banger. We ended with a bang is what it would be. We ended with a banger that I think is... uh, going to get Cody his second British video music award. Thank you. I I'm there's room on the shelf just mm-hmm. waiting collecting dust. I need to put there's the second one up there. Room on the shelf next to your half of an Emmy. Yeah. That you I, took from John Krasinski when you broke into his house that one night. That's right. Oh, and I'm going to get the other saw. half one day. <laughs> one day. Watch you out. You had so much space in your fanny pack. Watch your <laughs> so back. You had to slice it in half. To fit it in with your saw. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't prepare that much, but I prepared enough to know to bring a saw and mm-hmm. have a bag, and I improvised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got half of half of John Krasinski's Emmy. The good and half. he got all of the money for your idea. That's right. Win-win. <laughs> uh, 
John Krasinski. We're talking about Quiet Place 2. Is he still alive? <laughs> <laughs> Not Quiet Place 1. Cody had nothing no, to do no, no, with no, no, that. No, no, no. But I had a great idea for a sequel. <laughs> but you were 100% of A Quiet Place just, just 2. Just a little quieter. Is my oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. A Quiet Place 2. <laughs> and I believe you pitched that idea to John by driving past his house and shushing in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. And over a loudspeaker, but... I saw the light turn on in the bedroom, mm-hmm. so he definitely heard it, <laughs> he and he definitely, definitely stole heard it. it. Well, you're a famously loud shusher, Cody. Everybody yeah. says that. Yeah. That's how I do it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Well, gang, we got anything else to say? Um, I w- did want to mention uh, <laughs> this earlier when we were talking about the $85 billion worth of military equipment that's left for the Taliban. Uh. Um... Because earlier today, um, in talking about hurricane damage in Louisiana, Representative Clay Higgins said, and I quote, let me tell you what would be a good start for the people of Louisiana. $85 billion worth of military equipment that was left behind in Afghanistan. God. Um, Oh, God. I I just think that's just like a fucking incredible piece of art. (laughs) A couple of strikers would have really helped out. Just like... (laughs) Yeah, like for so many reasons. Aside from the fact that we already talked about, like that's not really accurate. And like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that would help them actually. Yeah, I, I can imagine people trying to flee the hurricane, wondering, God, if only <laughs> I had a gigantic gas guzzling vehicle that gets less than a mile per gallon and breaks down every forty five minutes because it I was specifically to- made in order to be endlessly profitable for a fucking contractor. Um, if only, if only the people of Louisiana, like talk to a single U S troop about how much they love their equipment challenge. Spoilers. Mm. (laughs) All of our vehicles are annoying pieces of shit. Uh, Interesting. (laughs) Fucking strikers and MRAPs and like Humvees. Good God. Uh, the fucking Chinook better at killing U S Marines than any Taliban strike. Um, (laughs) incredible at killing U S Marines. The Chinook real VIP of the war against U.S. imperialism. (laughs) (laughs) If only we could have killed so many citizens of Louisiana if we'd had more Chinooks. If we had more, we would have. (laughs) Uh, We could blame it on that instead of the Uh, hurricane. Instead of the fucking... Which also, one of the big stories of the hurricane is that the massive amount of, like, levy reconstruction and shit that New Orleans did in the years since Katrina saved countless lives and stopped massive flooding and uh, was a highly successful example of how government funding going towards rebuilding efforts and going towards improvement of infrastructure can yield incalculable uh, benefits yeah it's stuff like that that's um it's like heartening and disheartening because yeah we're still like we don't we don't take that lesson go oh we should do that like way more um we've talked about briefly about like you remember you were you were the ozone i don't know if uh people yeah. listening necessarily yep. re- remember the ozone and how there's i remember a the ozone. ozone there was layer. that episode of rocco's modern life about it exactly sure r-e-c-y-c-l-e recycle and so on and so forth etc yeah uh and uh we were like there's a hole in the ozone we gotta we gotta we sew gotta it up so that shit up and so we did that mm-hmm. and then it was done and we did that um it's like a thing we accomplished because we decided to do it. Uh, and it was slightly before our our absolute hellscape of politics instead of the previous, like, mild hellscape of politics. Um, and this is another example of, like, well, we de- we needed to do this thing to prevent other things. And so we decided to and we did it. And we can do this more, way more. Um, and now like, and we're stuck with these, like New York times ran this article, like as a preview of future hurricanes, Ida is very scary. Yeah. Like as a, as a, as a preview of like now as what's going on now, like every hurricane before was also literally happened. Right. Like in 2021 doing like, this could be, this is a a sign of bad things to come. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I just need to point out that we do not know. Uh, the extent of the damage at this point in time, we do not know uh, just how many people died. Uh, but it is, yes, a success in that the levees held and we did learn and from There's from a bunch last of failures. The success specifically is in yeah, infrastructure. But I, I will point good. out something, which is um, 
this was a stronger hurricane, but it had more of like wind force. But for whatever reason, that is beyond me. I'm no science gal, you know. Uh, it 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 brought less water. Uh, it is actually very terrifying because the uh, severity of the pendulum swing, you know, how quickly it changes is increasing. Mm-hmm. And, and these, this, the, the, the wind from this was much stronger. So, you know, yes, levees held. Also, there was less water, mm-hmm. but bigger winds. All these roofs getting torn off. Anyway, I agree with all those things that you guys said. Yeah. Let's um, yeah. build more stuff to help people in the future and maybe not make them like military equipment. <laughs> I mean, and, and as with every disaster, a, a decent chunk of the relief effort has been uh, just citizens dealing shit. The Cajun Navy has uh, has pulled a lot of people out of bad situations without, you know, help from the government. Yeah. I just wanted to do a shout out to the uh, the Cajun Navy and kind of citizen relief efforts to to pull people out of bad situations, which uh, was a big part of what happened at Hurricane Katrina last mm-hmm. time, and a big yeah. mitigating factor in a lot of the awfulness. And, and it's going to be the case, yeah, forever. Um, yeah, forever. Yeah, rely on each other because yeah, uh, I don't know. Seems but, like a lot of our representatives think that military equipment would help in a hurricane. So it doesn't, and and we're not. You know, I'm I'm sure at some point we will sit down and talk about kind of the the shortcomings in the government response to this hurricane, and maybe even where they did well. But it's just it's ongoing right now, and yeah. I, yeah. I I don't yeah. I don't think we know enough about. Yeah, there's not there's well not a whole lot to say other than like we yeah. should be. Uh... It seems good that we rebuilt those levees. Well, seems good. Seems good. <laughs> yes, yeah, we should probably do more stuff like that what if we, uh, what if we spent like maybe like one to 3.5 trillion dollars on infrastructure well where would we get that money cody do you have some sort of time Ooh. machine to take us back to before we spent three-ish trillion dollars in afghanistan all i can say is that i fixed it and i do <laughs> yeah. oh no it didn't work for some reason. That's weird. Oh, it's because Sophie wouldn't listen to your time machine noises. Sophie, you've doomed the United States because you didn't want to listen Sophie. to Cody make time you? machine noises. You're just, and you're just shrugging it off? I know. Amer- Americans listening, if you ever look out into the world and say, damn the war on terror, remember that Sophie is what stopped Cody from ending it mm-hmm. retroactively in the past. But save, End of episode. But, and that's the news Katie right there. hearing that noise. I just mm-hmm. took my headphones off. See, Bye. the reality of the situation <laughs> is that Cody is the opposite of Donald Rumsfeld in 2001, mm-hmm. uh, just in 2001. And so if he were to have made physical contact with Donald Rumsfeld in 2001, it would have set off a cascade reaction, rebuilding the Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and it, thus there would have been no war on terror. Yeah, I harness the yep. energy, I'm the anti-energy. Although I mm-hmm. would say I'm the opposite of Donald Rumsfeld in 2021 uh, because I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, That's a good right. note to end an episode on. Follow us at first I tried. Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 
What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.